August 28, 2020. I'm sitting on the couch watching my two and a half month old daughter, Hayden, who's laying on the floor looking at her toys above her. And in that moment, I'm there, but I'm not really there. My mind is elsewhere. It's focused on being irritated at Jason over going golfing with his buddies for not picking up his fucking clothes off the floor, for not picking up after himself and all the shit I still have to do. I can feel the overwhelm of emotions coming on, that anxiety creeping in, that frustration taking over. And in that moment, it hit me. I am tired of feeling this way all the fucking time. I wouldn't want Hayden to come to me in 25 years saying that she felt this way. For her, I would dream for her to wake up feeling lit the fuck up about her life every single day, regardless of the shit that life can bring. It was in that exact moment that I realized that I needed to make a change and I was ready to do whatever the hell it was going to take. Welcome. My name's Alyssa Wack and I'm your host. Consider this podcast a no bullshit. Let's talk about the deep stuff community for women. A place where I'll lead you to explore why you do what you do, how you're getting in your own damn way, and understanding yourself on a level so you know how to best support your growth. I'll share my thoughts and perspectives from my hindsight so they can be your foresights. I think it's time to live a life that not only looks good, but feels fucking amazing from the inside out, despite the shit that life can bring. So let's dive in, shall we? So this episode... (laughs) I've been sitting on for like, I think it's been a week, but it needs to be said. It needs to be had. (laughs) It needs to be heard because I realized when I tried recording this initially like a week ago, it wasn't quite integrated yet. So I had stopped because it just wasn't quite feeling right. And I was like, this isn't the right time. When it's the right time, it'll feel good. And it's finally the right time. (laughs) So I was having a conversation with somebody and I'm going to use the sick ass analogy because it's exactly this analogy that was like the bitch slap to my face to make me realize, oh shit. <laughs> so imagine you're driving a vehicle and it's shaking and you know you need to do something about it, but you are just thinking it might like you, you think you already know the reason why it's shaking to begin with. You need new tires. And Instead of getting brand new tires, you want to save yourself 50% of the price and you know you can get the used tires. So you shop and you shop and you shop until it's like six months later and you still haven't got the damn new tires yet because they just keep selling so fucking fast. You're not getting those used tires. You still don't want to commit to the full price of tires. You want to save yourself that chunk of change. And you go to do some maintenance on that vehicle and you find out that you actually have a bearing that is totally fucked and you need to replace that. And that's like three, four, five hundred bucks to get that replaced. And all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, was it those shaky, like the fact that I need new tires and it being shaky, is that what caused this bearing to go in the first place? Like, was me trying to save myself, let's say, what, $600, dollars $800 on tires, was me trying to save that, but me also investing so much of my time into trying to find cheaper tires, six months to be exact, 
And then all of a sudden now here I am having to spend more money and be in the position where I still haven't found those cheaper tires because they sell so fucking fast. And now I'm in the position that I need to buy new tires. Didn't things just get a whole lot more expensive? What did this really just cost me by me trying to find a cheaper solution? What did this really just cost me? Costed me a lot of my fucking time, stress of the fact that I haven't found the tires, and it just cost me a hell of a lot more money. Well, I'll be fucked. (laughs) That was a conversation I had (laughs) with someone. Lo and behold, it was a it was a bearing that was flawed. Like it was, but that was just like the process and being able to have that process of that conversation. All of a sudden, I'm just like relaying it to my personal life in like just every aspect. And I'm thinking, Ooh, girl, (laughs) like, what have I been putting a bandaid on in my life that like, what is this actually really costing me? You do things thinking like, I'll save myself time here, or I'll try to save myself money here. You do the intent of trying to save yourself something and you just continue to put a bandaid on it. But in the long run, it actually ends up costing you so much more money. But except for in this circumstance, it's not money I'm talking about. (laughs) I mean, yes, sometimes, very often it can come down to money, but I'm talking like mental fucking health. You try to ignore things for so fucking long. It's like you're stuffing shit into a closet and you're stuffing it so full that eventually that closet's not going to shut and you're going to have to deal with that shit. Or you have a clogged toilet full of shit that you are like just trying to put glitter on it or like keep putting pretty smelling things in that bathroom to make it smell nice without wanting to deal with that clogged shitty toilet. Except for that is your feelings, your thoughts in your life that hit me so incredibly deep. This is something that I've been facing and like doing healing around for the last year and a half, like for the last year, I would say very deeply, but never did it hit me quite in that way when I had that analogy of, I mean, take any of those analogies that I just threw at you, but it has lit a whole nother fire under my ass in how I'm showing up in my business because it just made me realize how small I had been playing. It made me realize how small I'd even been playing in my fertility journey. Like I've been so focused on so many different things. Like I remember my first conception journey where it was solely (laughs) getting pregnant that I was focusing on. Nothing else. Like, yeah, there was like little small things here and there, but nothing else. Whereas this conception journey, not only am I focusing on getting pregnant, but I'm also focusing on my healing journey, which has like, when you get thrown into a dark night of the soul, that shit gets real very fucking quick. Like I thought my emotions felt derailing and intense before. (laughs) I thought I was a deep thinker before, but it takes that shit to a whole nother level, but it's pretty beautiful on the other side. Not that I think I'm like hundred percent through, but (laughs) (laughs) anyways, and then I'm also, also focusing on building a business that can help people do what it is that I have done and am still doing, which is finding yourself on such a deep level where all of the other shit just don't matter. (laughs) where shoes can drop and life can still feel pretty fucking beautiful because you get to learn and grow from those shoes dropping and like learn and grow and how to support yourself and understand why those shoes might be dropping in the first place and grow and evolve from those shoes dropping 
and be able to support themselves in like for me that the personal times you've heard me say this if you've heard any past episodes where it's like you're in your fertility journey and for me that has been the most personal because when your body's doing something you think it really should be doing and it's not it feels like it's failing you and you take that shit real personal (laughs) and if you're anything like me your worst inner critic. Like I remember having very degrading thoughts about myself and I literally remember looking in the mirror, specifically remember looking in the mirror when I had my fifth, oh shit, that that would be my fourth miscarriage. How many pregnancies have I had now? Okay, so wait, my first conception journey, four pregnancies, this conception journey, two. So I've had a total of six pregnancies, one baby earth side. So my fourth my fourth miscarriage, my fifth pregnancy, fuck, this is getting confusing. My fourth miscarriage, I remember getting, like, I remember starting to bleed. And then I looked at in the mirror and I just remember thinking like, you're just not good enough. You're not ready for this. And like, you're a piece of shit (laughs) kind of thing. And it was like with like all happening within 30 seconds. And I was just like, whoa, 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 back the fuck up. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Those are stories that I no longer abide by. Those are stories that no longer control me. Those are stories that no longer are truth to me. Those are stories that are not going to allow me to spiral. Because when you start thinking those things, it allows you to spiral. (laughs) Something happened. You're making it mean something about you like that, like I did. Like it means that I'm not good enough. It means that my body is a piece of shit (laughs) because it's failing me. And then that obviously is going to bring all sorts of emotions because a part of you is going to be feeling pretty fucking shitty. Going to feel like, oh, I let, we got let down and like it just, you feed it. And then next thing you know, it's your whole fucking day. And then the next thing you know, it's your whole fucking week. (laughs) And so I caught myself within 30 seconds and I was like, "Uh -uh, girlfriend, not happening. We don't, we don't play by those rules no more. I acknowledge them because clearly they're coming up for a reason. I want to acknowledge them, but it's saying, please take a step back. Because essentially that's a part of you that is saying those things. I had no idea I was going to go here, but that's what I mean is Had I allowed in that circumstance for those thoughts to overrun and continue, that would have played out into my day. That, like, I could put a band aid fix on that situation where I didn't, where I would have just allowed those thoughts to overrun me and I would have probably been crying off and on that day. I probably would have tried to take a day or two off where I really just allow myself to be completely and utterly lazy. Not saying any of those things aren't okay, but what's not okay is allowing them, those thoughts and those emotions to run rampant over you, where for me in the past they have. And so a Band-Aid fix is just, it's not acknowledging them for what they are. It's not seeing what stories it is that it's trying to tell you. It's not seeing them for what they are in the fact that it's saying, hey, we need some extra love and attention. Because for me, I see that being a hurt teenage version of myself that's saying, if that is that really what you felt about yourself at one point in time? Are those really stories that we ended up creating at one point in time in our life? Because if that's the case, yeah, like let's go put our feet up. I got you. 
I imagine, I literally quite imagine that being a younger version of myself who needs that extra love and attention, but I missed those cues before and instead I just ignored them. And I put the band-aid fixes on it of lack of even doing fucking band-aid fixes. To be quite honest, it was the fuck the band-aids completely. And it's like, oh yeah, like I've got like a minor cut that like maybe needs stitches, but I'm still gonna go to work. That was how I would handle it. Not even a band-aid. I'd just be like, it was fine. (laughs) I mean, obviously it's a little excessive, but the fact of the matter was, (laughs) that's exactly how I handled it. I was just like, I would just invalidate and dismiss how I felt. It was just like, hey, like get the fuck over yourself. Pregnancy didn't work out. Let's go. And I mean, to some degree, you've probably been doing that to yourself your whole life. (laughs) I may be speaking to myself here. (laughs) I've never realized how much I've dismissed how I felt and what it is that I'm thinking internally. And that hit me in a whole really deep level. Like it's something I've been healing for the last couple months, but that was a big old bitch slap to my face the last couple days specifically. But the cool part of all of that is as like the deeper you go into any of this work and quit doing the band-aid fixes, the more all of a sudden you're showing up in a very different way where it's just like you're no longer dismissing them. And instead of feeling really shitty in any interaction where maybe other people are dismissing it's just like "Mm, no I'm feeling this way and like that's pretty valid and I'm going to stick up for myself because like I don't accept that Uh, thank you very much and then afterwards what could have or should have been like a really uncomfortable hurtful conversation you're actually walking with your shoulders pretty high and it's just like girl you little two and a half year old cute little butt nosy you child speaking to my daughter I'm like, you want to go play? Let's go play. But you also hold space for yourself. (laughs) Fuck, I'm a whole vibe right now. Anyways, it's just, what is it costing you? This is a question that I'm just, this is going to be a short ass episode, but this is really a question that needs to be asked and needs to be put out there. What is it costing you by ignoring what it is that you want, settling and saying no, when deep down you know you want something different? Let me tell you what it cost me. It costed me years and years and years of happiness, like true fucking happiness, where it's just like, for me, I think of the time, the moment I decided I cannot go on this way anymore. It cost me up until that point, I was so consumed with all the shit that Jason wasn't doing. That really was just like the surface level shit that I had control over in making me feel some sort of way. Instead, I was I was making him make me feel some sort of way. <laughs> what? You mean I had actually control over that? Fuck, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't know. Obviously, had I known, I, like, I would have taken that shit back a long time ago. But it wasn't him. It was just me choosing to see that through that. Well, it wasn't me choosing to see through that lens, but to some degree, it was me choosing to see that through that lens because it was something I was choosing not to acknowledge for a very, very long time. And it was costing me time with my daughter that I was really just not present for because my mind was so consumed with all of this shit of the things that I needed to do, what I wasn't doing, what was happening to me, it felt like, what my husband was and wasn't doing. I was so consumed by all of the external things that I was so not in the present moment with my daughter. And how could I tell I wasn't in the present moment with my daughter? Because my mind was in all of the million things. And then if she wanted my attention, my mind was just busy. Like I, I would just all of a sudden start to feel overwhelmed. And it's just like, nope, not right now. Not right now. Like, ah, oh, I need some time for a second. Or like just 
getting irritated really quick. And it's just like, well, where did that come from? Like, well, no shit. Like I've got five different things going on in my mind, literally being pulled. I literally feel like there's five different hands pulling me in different directions. No wonder I'm feeling so irritated. And that was me like dismissing myself so much to the point where I didn't even acknowledge to even know I needed to put Band-Aid fixes on it. (laughs) To some degree, I think I was putting my own version of Band-Aid fixes on it. It's just like a Band-Aid fix for me in the past would have been like, let's like, we really, like I'm really craving a vacation. Well, yeah, I wanted those vacations because I wanted to be able to escape the chaos of all of that shit when it's like, well, I could have escaped that chaos of all of that shit long ago had I, you know, dealt with what the root of the issue really was. That was my Band-Aid fix. Fucking holidays all the time. I still want holidays. It's still okay to want holidays, but I was wanting holidays. Like, you know, when you want a vacation <laughs> for from a vacation almost, it's just like, you just need to check out of your life so bad. It's because you just never allow yourself to check out of your life. You don't know how. And how can you really? Another Band-Aid fix for me was like, oh, such a bad, like such a hard day. Today was so difficult. I'm going to go have a glass of wine or a joint. (laughs) Or I don't even know. Or another Band-Aid fix. Oh, today was a really tough day. What can I do to make myself feel better? What's something that's fun? (laughs) Another Band-Aid fix. But the reality is we're never going to find, we're never going to get to that destination we really deeply do want until we face the inner shit, until we can turn that mirror inwards and go deep within and deal. Like, what is it costing you? It's costing, it costed me all of those things. And it's pretty great. (laughs) Like, I think that's why I'm in such a vibe right now. It's pretty effing great. Like, I've had two really, really difficult conversations in the last 48 hours. And here I am feeling pretty motherfucking fine over here. <laughs> like one conversation. Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to get in conversations. They were just, one was extremely personal and I don't have permission from either of them to share. And I, it's fine. I don't need to share about them. They were just really fucking difficult. One in particular, I know I'd shared in a previous episode where it was extremely triggering, where I felt extremely triggered about my sexual trauma. That was one of them. And I shit you not, all within an hour, I was like, I was genuinely present and happy with Hayden playing with her because I was finally able to handle it in a way where I felt empowered, where I literally felt like it could take that really hurt part of me that would have normally happened or like it still did happen. I I felt hurt in that particular instance, but I literally felt like I could grab her hand and guide her through. Not a problem. And that was just so extremely powerful. So that's all. That's all is I just wanted to give you some of those metaphors and just ask you, what is it costing you with how it is that you feel right now? Genuinely feel like for you to close your eyes and just run through the last couple days. How have you woke up in the mornings? How did you feel? Genuinely feel when you woke up. Did you feel really excited Or instead, did it feel like you were dragging your feet to get out of bed because it just felt like another day? Or maybe all of a sudden, as soon as you woke up, or maybe you really struggled to even get sleep, to turn your mind off 
from that massive to-do list of all the things that you still have to do. Or maybe it was just rerunning difficult conversations you had and what you should have done or could have done differently. Or you just woke up and it's just like, you just didn't want to face what the day was going to have to bring because it was just going to have to be another another fucking day. Or maybe it's because you're having to drag your feet to a job that just feels soul-sucking. It feels like it's leaving your cup empty at the end of the day and deep down you really wish you could be somewhere else. Or maybe you're just so, you just find yourself becoming so consumed about what is happening outside of you that you're just so sick of it. Like why do I even have to notice that all the fucking time? It is so draining, so effing draining. Or you know You're just not quite who you want to be. You're not showing up as that patient, confident, caring, present person that you want to be. Obviously speaking from experience here. And you just want something different. You want something better. Every moment you choose to not take a step towards that, you're denying yourself something. And when you deny yourself something, it is slowly soul crushing, or at least it felt like that for me. So close your eyes and really tune into those thoughts, those feelings that you were having and ask yourself this one simple question that made me realize everything. If you haven't already asked yourself this question, if you had someone that is so near and dear to you, whether it is your little child, whether it's a niece or nephew or whoever it is, but just picture it. Or if you even just want to envision a little five-year-old version of you, close your damn eyes and picture that and ask yourself, If this little version of me, if this niece, this nephew, this daughter, this son of mine told me they felt exactly the same way I did, was thinking exactly the same things I was and was experiencing life as I'm experiencing it right now in this moment, is this what I would want for them? And if the answer isn't 100% hell fucking yes, then you are denying yourself something and it is costing you whether you want to acknowledge it or not. This may be triggering to some or all, I have no idea. (laughs) But I just want to remind you that those triggers, they are gifts in that it's just asking you to explore it deeper. So they don't have to trigger you anymore, trigger you for a reason. They trigger you because there's something that you're not acknowledging or seeing. And it's extremely powerful. So The next question is, what is it really costing you, genuinely costing you? If nothing changes in the next five years, what has it costed you? 10 years, what has it costed you? And is it really worth it? We come here to live life and you are here in this lifetime to have whatever experience like you want it to be. And if it's anything less than that, what is it really costing you? Because you ain't going to get this time back. Talk about motivational. This shit is deep. Okay, I'm going to leave that here. It just needed a place to land because it's just having that metaphor for me was just exactly what I needed to tweak some needles in calibrations for me (laughs) to see something through just a slightly bit of a different lens. Having those metaphors are just so incredibly powerful. Those stories, those metaphors to really speak to a deeper layer of your unconscious mind to be able to unfold something even more powerful for you. And that certainly obviously was the case for me in this instance. 
And if I can, if I can just pass that on to somebody, like I just experienced to just like tweak those needles just a little bit, where all of a sudden now I'm showing up in a very different way and feeling so incredibly different. If I could just do that for one person, then that mic drop, I'm done. Just kidding. My job ain't done here, peeps. Okay. That is it for today. I know it's done in record time. Maybe this episode isn't, no, I'm just kidding. It's all done until the next episode. Cannot wait to catch you in the next one. And I challenge you, think on this, journal on this, grab that journal, grab that pen and do yourself a favor because you will not regret it. Again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you found value in today's episode and you feel called to share it on your social media in case somebody else could find value in today's episode, then that would mean the absolute world to me. And if you do, of course, tag me on social media at Instagram or Facebook at Higher Conscious Babe. And be sure to leave me a rating and reviews. I'm going to be going through all the reviews. So if you've got any feedback, any thoughts, any future questions you might want answered or guest ideas, please leave them in there. I will be going through them. And until next time, I'll catch you in the next episode.